Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to WordAlive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 646- Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello everyone. Today is September the nineteenth, two thousand and fifteen, and we are so glad that you were able to join us today. It's not too late to call a friend and invite a friend to join in for the broadcast. Well, tonight we're going to continue um, progressing in God by loving God. And Ella is our speaker, and she's going to take it away. How are you tonight, Ella? Hello? Hello? Oh, oh I Hello? lost my coat. Oh, hi, Ella. <laughs> All right. Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I had to. So, how are you doing tonight? Had to make some adjustments in our audio here. Yes, oh, we're okay. doing well, and uh, we're excited on what the Lord really put my heart tonight. And uh, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, go ahead, Ella. Take it away. <laughs> okay. We've been talking about how much God loves us and how much we love God, how how we come to learn to love God. 
it's uh it's all about developing a proper spiritual life. And in that we've gone over I'm just gonna hit this and do a summary here and we've got one point that we wanna uh conclude with tonight. Okay? Remember we talked about uh, how much God loves us and that we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And it is very that we give God first the recognition that it is his love that causes us to be rescued. Uh, We say, the scriptures say save, and I remember... He gave me a revelation of being rescued, like uh, a kid's out drowning. You know, he's over his head. And when you send out a rescue and rescue him from faith, that gives a, a very vivid meaning to what it means to be saved. We were rescued from our sins. We were rescued from being a part of a lost and dying world, okay? And in doing so, Our spirit was made alive. And as the spirit of God that draws us, he said, with loving kindness have I drawn you. He's drawn our spirit to to by the Holy Spirit. Okay? And uh, that is the foundation of our Christian service. And how we, through our Christian service, Build what we call the body of Christ. Many people call it the church. Uh, I like to look at it as a body of believers that are all over this planet. Uh, <coughs> that purpose of plan of, of God is. And as we love in him, we learn to allow him to love through us. When we truly accept God, not just being rescued for ourselves, but to be a rescuer, a co-creator or, or a co-rescuer with, with, with God through the Holy Spirit, drawing others into Christ. And as we love one another in the earth and uh, share that love that's in our heart, we become a very unique body called the body of Christ awesome, powerful. We are a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, according to 1 Peter 2, 5, and 9. And we've been placed in the body. We've been placed in the body as members. And as members, we must be tempered together. Uh, I think about uh, a welding uh experience. What a welding does is they take a rod and they heat it and join two things together in of hot metal. I used to watch my brother weld things together. And that's what being tempered, you put that heat to it so it sticks. And that heat is the love. That love that is undefiled. It is pure and it is without cost. It didn't cost us to be drawn to Christ, and we shouldn't charge other folks for 
our love for them to draw them to Christ. You know, when I say cost, I mean put conditions on us and, you know, you uh, there's just a lot of detailed religious things that have been thrown in that whole process. But we are a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, and we are fused together by the Spirit of God, okay? And as lively stones, we must be built up and built up together. Our service should never be carried out as individuals. Uh, There's no one-man show in God. Uh, And it's all because God loved us and we love him. And in loving him, we find ourselves committed to committed to other organizations, committed to just a plethora of whatever it is. Right now, I'm living in a senior high-rise. Very unique experience. I've never lived with so many people. Uh, it's very interesting and growthful, very growthful. That's why this particular scripture here and this revelation of being a body that we're learning to be in co- uh, coordination with each other, that gave me the, the visual of what God was talking about when uh, it said that we must be tempered together. We all live in this building. Uh, there's safety regulations, there's health, there's sanitation regulations, there's health, and a lot of things that affect each other that i become very cognizant of, and it made me really appreciate being kind to one another because one person could set off this building with whatever, and we'd all be gone, okay? Uh, but loving God, and allowing God's love to occupy us, to own us, so that we can love each other. And the more we love each other, the more we receive of God's love. And the more of God's love we receive, the more we allow God to move in the earth and build the body of Christ, which is what we call the church. And it is so important with all the calamity all over the world and all of the, the the hurt and the abandonment and and just plain need to have somebody care about whether I live or whether I die. Have somebody care about that whether my children live or whether my children are fed or or whether they got clothes, or, or am I going through a, a, a real rough time? Just care about one another. Just absolutely care. And uh, Sister Renetta does a awesome ministry on Saturdays, and the ministry that comes out of that is just absolutely phenomenal. Where people, one of the things that people come to recognize is 
where they are in God and what they're hearing in their own soul as God is drawing them closer to him with love and kindness. And this is what you and I are commissioned to do as believers and born-again believers that we do the work of the kingdom of God. And I can... I could be doing ever so much for me and mine. But if I'm not caring about you and my neighbors and, and, and the people I see walking in the streets, then I'm not allowing God to really have me function in the body. I'm doing a solo act. And this is what the devil has deceived us, that we're more important than anybody else. We're not more important than anybody on this planet. We're all great and wonderful because we have been created in the image of God for his purpose, every one of us. And with so much calamity and, and financial pressures and marriages and family structures being really affected. This is a time that the body of Christ, churches are doing their own thing, and many churches are way out in left field somewhere. They're not building, being tempered together. Now, there are many that are, don't get me wrong, but there are many that are not. I went to a service, and it was like a performance. Mm-hmm. A very small segment of the love for God, the love of God for the people. Wonderful music, but that whole presence that kind of engulfs you. You know, when you walk up to somebody that you know is a believer, you you feel that love, that smile, that whole glow, that life that is in Christ. And he brings it through us that we might be his hands in the earth. We have an awesome commission when you say that you are a Christian. Don't lose your birthright. You know, sometimes wealthy families, uh, they don't want to do what what the the matriarch or patriot in the family uh, instructs them to do. They don't want to go to school. You know, they just want to do their own thing. But if you don't follow the blueprint that is laid out for humanity, you don't get Ferrari that you wanted when you graduated from college and began to function as the position in the family structure. It doesn't matter how your name can be Rockefeller. But without that commitment and entwined inner reaction, because that's the only way we're going to know 
the plan and purpose of God. As we pray for one another, we care about one another. We talk to each other. We listen to one each other. Uh, Sister Renetta and I were talking earlier tonight, and she was telling me about a problem that her her youngest boy was having. I didn't know. I could have been helping her pray for him. I mean, that's just, it, it really was heavy on me. But that's the way the body of Christ works. And then I shared with her a situation that my youngest child was was in. Uh-huh. And, but that's what the body does. We are knitted together as yes. a royal priesthood. And how how do we get there from where we're at now? How do we get to be this knitted family? We cannot do it. We didn't bring ourselves to God. God brought us to him. And as we serve him, we carry we carry out that unity because he absolutely lives on the inside of us. And we come to love and adore him. We cherish him. Was an awesome woman, awesome woman of God. As many families, she and my father had split up. But mom was a committed parent. And she did things that wasn't commonly done. At one point in time, we, our family roomed in this lady's house, and this lady was not happy with mom's four children making noise in her house. And it hurt mom so deeply. Mom asked the Lord, if you bless me, Lord, my children will never have to be uncomfortable in their own home. And the Lord blessed her with an opportunity. She was able to buy property for each one of her six kids. And my husband and I built our brand-new home on property that she gave us, and that property was our down payment. And as I think about the love that she had for us, she's gone on the glory now. And it's just a snippet of what God wants for us, an environment. He wants us to be warm. He wants us to be be taken care of. We want to feel the closeness, feel that you cared about. And because the world is in such a horrible place right now, it is absolutely necessary that every member of the body of Christ have open arms for the rest of the body. Can't make it by ourselves. I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, we just exchanged some things that we needed. I didn't have this, and she had such and such, and so we just exchanged. But what it did, it made me recognize the reality of that consecrated, committed life in God. 
through by the power and the spirit of the Holy Ghost that leads and guides us into all truth. We are built up together with that. That's what draws us together. That's what causes us to forgive one another. That causes us to release the gifts and the promises of God in our lives, in our communities, in our families, in this whole earth. This whole this this series it started with that God loves us and his love for us is so powerful that it causes us to love him. We could not love God. We could not be rescued. We could not have the power, the authority to walk into the halls of heaven. We, didn't, we would not have the opportunity to know that the Spirit of God can come into our circumstances and heal human body, heal situations, heal circumstances, finances, because of God's love. Treasure it. Put a value to it. Embrace it. Get to know him. And we cannot do it by ourselves. We need each other. Amen. And because of the reality that we can't make it without each other, I want to look at the foundation for our lives through the church. What are the Ephesians? 20 and 21 and we were we were built upon the foundation of the apostles the prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone in whom we also are built together for habitation of God through his spirit we're being built together Don't draw back from one another. Allow God to absolutely own us. As we consecrate ourselves to him again, consecrate, that means bringing forth all of our stuff. I remember at a time when there was a great uh, financial devastation in the, I believe it was in the, Late 60s, early 70s, I can't remember exactly. But uh, there was so much laying off of, of jobs, and and people would. I remember when everybody, when each of us women would have a, a, a baby, we had two bassinets that we would take care of them and pass them on to each other because we didn't have money to buy them. So we took care of that bassinet so that everybody's baby could could be cuddled. I can name at least eight kids that slept in that one basket when they come home. Caring for one another, being united together and built up. And that consecration, if, if our neighbor did not care enough about each other, first thing, they'd be too proud to ask. 
can I use the, that bassinet? Or they would be too selfish. I got I got mine, you get yours. But it's just a very snippet, a, just a tiny fragment of what it means to be owned by God. The more we consecrate to him, the more he owns us. The more we allow him to own us, the more of him we own. But we're not our own. We've been bought by a price. And therefore, we can, without any reservation or hesitation, his love flow through us as we set ourselves apart. Time to to pray, a time to declare what the plan of God is for the body of Christ. Time to just be in partnership with God. That's what the old folks used to say, consecration. They said, we've been to have the Lord of consecration. And what that meant was they were probably going on one of those three to five to seven day fasts and prayer for they, they would have a list of things. They they were very committed. God would that they were God had their total focus during that time. And we got to get back to those times. We need each other at this time because there's an enemy out there that is ranting and raving to destroy everything that we love and wants us to isolate by ourselves. And once you isolate, you're total prey for the enemy. We want to be bigger and better and, and show off and all that nonsense. Yeah. But we are our brother's keeper. And it is God's love for us. If we're anything at all, we are a demonstration of God's love in the earth. And uh, let us build ourselves up together. Pray for the body of Christ. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for all the forces of influences that will help to build and will destroy the things that are trying to tear it down. We need each other, Radio Land. And God certainly went through a whole lot to be able to offer us this salvation so that we can commit ourselves wholly to him. He does the work. We just allow him. He truly, truly is calling us to a greater comfort in who he is because this is a service that we've been born into. And as I pray for you, as we pray for you in Radio Land, pray for us, pray for others. I mean, I'm praying for a great move of consecration in the earth, that we can forgive people that have hurt and abused and, and neglected and done all kinds of things. It's in that consecration is where God allows those truths, the ugly, to surface, and the love is able to sweep them away from our lives. 
and therefore we are drawn wholly to him, that he might manifest himself through us, to us, for us, as the great grand body of Christ is alive, planet Earth. God love you. We appreciate you. Hold us in your prayers as we pray for you. Sister Renetta. Well, praise God for that word tonight. And Father God, we pray that you will let the body of Christ become aware of how they are separating themselves from one another. Bring them to the understanding that the purpose that you have for us is to come together, to unite, to be fitly joined together, to be in relationship with one another just as much as we are to be in relationship with you. Help us to connect. Help us to be unified. And as we are making a commitment and dedicating ourselves fully and totally unto you, help us to understand and realize that the dedication wholly and fully unto one another. This huge family that we belong to, the body of Christ that covers the earth, help us to connect. Help us to recognize our brothers and our sisters. Help us to operate the way you want us to operate as the body of Christ. Fellowshipping together, ensuring the world, their beauty of loving one another, being loved by God, loving God, and loving one another. And the power of that love. Help us, oh God, to reach one another and connect to one another. That as a body of Christ, we can truly reach the world and connect to the world. Thank you. Join us uh, Saturday night at 11 p.m. And please invite a friend to come and listen to this in the archives. Or we have plenty of messages in the archives. If you haven't heard them, please stop by at blogtalkradio.com forward slash word alive and listen to some of our other messages. Thank you. God bless. God night, all. God night. Loving you. <laughs>